Listen, I have, I have good news for both of you, though. Really? Assuming that you're recording. I'm recording. I'm recording. It doesn't do any good when Moltz records anymore, just so you know, John. <laughs> I've heard One that. time. Heard that. Yeah, one lousy yeah. time. But the, the good news is that this episode of Turning This Car Around is once again supported by Wealthfront, the automated investment service that makes it easy to invest your money the right way. It automatically rebalances your portfolio and reinvests your dividends, all commission-free. Wealthfront manages over $2 billion and has saved millions on taxes for its clients. We're going to tell you more about them later in the show, but for now, don't even wait. Visit Wealthfront.com slash TTCA to get your first $10,000 managed for free. I'm millionaire John Maltz. I am billionaire Lex Friedman. Oh, God, now I'm a jerk. I am totally broke, John Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Skid Row, turning this car around. <laughs> Down on Skid Row. Uh, that, was, that was a little, uh, little shop of horrors reference for you. Yeah, I just did uh, the really, the, I, you know, glissando at the end. That did the bass, you know. I'm all about that bass. Yeah. Are you? Uh, are you like a? Are you a movie version uh, fan mm-hmm. or uh, a stage Little Shop of Horrors? Fan? Well, the original Little Shop of Horrors, like the that the musical became based on, that then led to the movie musical. The original movie is terrible. Oh, okay. So, okay. So, right. It was one of those, it was a um, hairspray kind right, of thing. Right. Exactly. Right. But I, it was I original saw hairspray, it. then it became a Broadway musical, and then it became a mu- uh, movie right. of the musical. I think it was an off-Broadway musical, because we okay. saw it in its original off-Broadway run before it was famous. And we were in the, I was a kid, unsurprisingly, and we, mm. we were one row behind where this terrifying thing happened. So, for the whole <laughs> theater, at the end of the show, when like... And the, the theater version is a little bit different from the movie version of Little Shop. But the the very end, the Audrey 2 has kind of taken over and the plants are taking over the world. And then brah, the, pan, the plant's arms or leaves or whatever the hell it is come down to the audience. Yeah, plant mm. appendages come down onto the audience. They drop from the ceiling and they they uh, it stopped one row in front of me, which is good because if it had touched me, I would have just died right there in the theater. <laughs> yeah. And then no turning this car around. That's right. So right, this whole podcast owes it's, itself to uh, my parents' cheap seats when we went uh, to see. Goodness. Uh, <laughs> when I saw the movie, I was the, we were the only people laughing. Like, and, and we were laughing at the right places, like where we were supposed to laugh. But the other crowd was like, what the hell is this? What is what? this thing? Yeah. First three rows. Right first three rows will get groped by plant appendages. <laughs> No, it was like the we were in the zone. back three rows. It was it was a last second thing. Normally, when my parents took us to shows, which was a big thing for them, we they would get great seats. But they were like, hey, at the last second, we're already here. We saw Les Mis. Let's go see this off Broadway thing too, because the tickets are cheap. So we were we were like three rows from the back. So the the appendages came far. That's all I'm saying. Wow, she's mm. that far, huh? Yeah, but yeah. Okay. It was crazy. So they they weren't coming from the stage. They were coming from right. the ceiling. From the ceiling, yeah, yeah. Huh. So it's like a, like one of those Disney things. Right. Why it stopped at the end, I don't know. It's like they just cheaped out in the end, or maybe it was like mm. a balcony situation where there wasn't room. They I couldn't, yeah, they couldn't fire get there. I was too young to figure it out. Mm. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's probably a combination of money and fire codes. What was the what was the best uh, what was the best one you saw? The best musical the, mu- the best, best musical. Yeah, the best, yeah, well no, the best like player musical that you that live production. Mm-hmm. Uh, hands down, no debate, Book of Mormon. Wow. Sorry. No, that's good. I'm pro <laughs> Book of Mormon play musical. 
Oh man, I like the book, and they really took it in a new direction when I saw the movie. <laughs> like have you Charlie read the Hoffman. Lex? Have you read the Book of Mormon? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's uh, a. That the feel Mormons. like coming home for you just now. That's the golden question. Mormons are supposed to ask that at least once a day. They came. They came by the door. They came by the door the other day. Oh, yeah. They come here at least they once. Stop by. Yeah, I had. Well, we don't usually get them. We get <clears throat> we get Jehovah's Witnesses more frequently. Mm. Um, we get both. I think the mezuzah on our front door is like a magnet, like catnip. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we're gonna like fix these people. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Mormons, this place is a real fixer-upper. <laughs> Mormons with sewer Jews. They really do secretly. Uh, except for the whole Jesus thing. Anyway, uh, my I got to see Bradley Cooper do Elephant Man uh, last mm. fall, and um, that was awesome. Are you, in, are you in the library again? I am not in the library. I'm at my co-working okay. space in Brooklyn called Friends oh. Work Here, which is awesome. And uh, I'm in. Are your of, friends working there? Mm-hmm. Apparently, and, um, yeah. And so uh, the, they have these <laughs> phone booths, and so I'm in one of the phone booths. I have my equipment set up, super live, and it's also lunch hour. So. There you go. It's cool so because that phone booth sounds completely soundproof. That's it's why I totally it. so soundproof. Like I can barely sounds hear like anything. A, right now. Like a regular phone booth. Mm-hmm. It's a half booth, actually. It's a retro. <laughs> you go in and you can't hear a damn thing. No. Right. <laughs> except except for what's going on outside, except for all the street yeah. noise. Yeah, street noise and people walking by going to lunch. I should note, by the way, um, speaking of people, Mm-hmm. My spring this will break. all be edited out in post yeah sure spring mm-hmm. break uh ends to, or starts rather after school today like this is the last day of school yeah it is a little more than a week yes, see we, he's been on spring break break this week how's that so here's going? my ah, uh, fine he's been sick so he's mostly been sitting around like a lump doing so nothing. he hasn't had to miss any school though for being sick that is so nice yeah he's really happy about that um <laughs> And he's got, but he's got a buddy coming. He's getting, he's feeling better, so he's got a buddy coming over this afternoon. Buddy to so an effect. Yes, right, right. We got to pass. You got to, you got to pay it forward. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then next week. Oh God, next week. Next week is fifth grade camp. Is fifth grade what? Fifth grade camp. Camp. Okay. So. Uh, oh, kids, you're a chaperone for that. And I am chaperoning the kids. Mm. Go to uh, a YMCA camp for two nights, two, three days, two nights. So, wow. Yeah. That was my what? intro to the YMCA song. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that sounded more I like I wasn't a, sure what that was. Yeah, uh, I get it. I get it. I get it now. I hear it. I hear it now. I thought it was bird calls. You know, the, the song <laughs> of the lark. Yeah, I'll we'll also be doing I'll also be doing that. Um, oh, I wish I had Periscope. There. So they'll be doing, uh, oh, Jesus. Not again. Uh, doing archery and, uh, dissecting things oh, so you're gonna end stuff. up dead <laughs> and someone someone will definitely hours. someone will definitely end up dead there's no i mean that's you know they lose one every year so <laughs> <laughs> we've, come, we've consistently come home from the fifth grade camp with 99 percent of our kids <laughs> every 99 that's a good it, well percentage. it's a much i mean that's, that's it, it's a much it's a much stronger ratio than you know what the kids get at home so <laughs> <laughs> that's good there's nothing no, wrong nice. there's nothing wrong with that that's because you'd be proud of that did hank ask you to chaperone or did you volunteer yeah no he really wanted me to go so it sounds horrible to me <laughs> Jeez, are, are sounds, you in a tent well no no they're cabins, okay, cabins um, but there's but it's like eight it's gonna be me and this other guy and then eight kids do you eight know your co-chaperone 
I do not know him very well, no. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I don't know him at all. <laughs> mm. I think I think you should just do one thing. That's I don't know what that thing would be, but just do one thing to make him really uncomfortable at some point. Like just during the day. By the way, I sleep nude. Like just some, <laughs> something to see how much you can weird out the other dad. Yeah, I like to. Yeah, I'm not only yeah, I sleep right. nude, but I sleepwalk. I, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to slip off for two days. Uh, I got some fishing to do. Okay. I got, I, I got a thing I got to do like for pretty much most of this. I conferred with the school. I get tonight off, so I'm sleeping mm-hmm. in the. I'm sleeping in my car. C- yeah. Code name Barry Zuckercorn, or, or maybe, maybe just walk in and be and just have a bear trap with you. Like dinner's <laughs> on me, guys. I should I should go in like cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing's. A Would larp. your son ever speak to you again? Dressed as like a Jedi Knight or something? Yeah. <laughs> The whole just like thing. light lightsabers everywhere. I was told uh, this was a live action role oh, play. I'm sorry. This is not yeah, this is not uh this is not LARP camp. <laughs> <laughs> LARP Do it. I misunderstood. You know My bad. Uh, you guys so I'll have something to talk about not next week, but the week after. The week after. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's right. So it, looks, it looks like me and you are going to be uh, doing a, a show without Mr. All Waltz. right. I can handle that. I'm just, if, yeah. if anybody out there wants to join us and you're really cool, you can, you can yeah. apply. Apply mm-hmm. with you. Sure. And, okay. you, and, you, and you, you have to bring, you have to bring an advertiser. <laughs> that's right. It's yeah. BYOA. <laughs> you join the show. <laughs> and, we get, and, we, and we keep the money. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah. nothing else will be fair. Come on. That's, that's our that's show. That's our show. I mean, right? that's just I mean, that's, a, a gate fee to right. get in the that's door. That's standard. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So one advertiser. There's a like, one, one advertiser minimum. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry that I, I missed you guys last week at the last second too. A slight disaster, but everything's fine. Not un- unrelated to family. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We, we couldn't get great. John uh, was worried about that. <laughs> Sponsor you guys did great. Uh, my sponsor, John was his sponsor was great. Mine was he, not. So no, great. that that speed reading, amazing, impeccable. Yeah, Moltz was amazing with that. That was fun. I like doing that. All right, I'll give you. I mean, a I like it today. You can do it today. Well, I like reading. I like. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy reading and also talking. I only recently uh, learned how to read. So, but yeah, that like that that Bloom, they were sponsored last week, and and wow. <laughs> Not this week. Let's not talk about. It. No, no, no. Wait, don't I'm give don't, don't don't give the milk away for free. What I'm what I'm saying is is that that's uh, it, a difficult read, and Lex does such a really it, like you do a great job with it every time you've read it, and so yeah, I'm like, oh, how would Lex do this? Well, I'm doing it live <laughs> right now. Oh no, and, you know, it was not good. So I apologize to WWLD. No, it was, I think he did great. I think you guys were both great. It was a good show. I learned a lot about fatherhood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Unlike this week, <laughs> yeah, we're not even what. Well, no, we. Hey, well, so, so far, you, so far, we so far we have learned that you have to make sacrifices. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned that anyway. Freak yeah, out, I know. people. I don't know about you guys, to, and to, also you should tr- totally try and freak out other dads. In all sincerity, though, are you dreading it or looking forward to it? Um, a little bit of both. Okay. Um, you know, I am dreading. I'm dreading. Like, I'm looking forward to like the days. I mean, I think the activities will be fun. I think just like seeing the kids just like running around like lunatics is going to be fun. I'm I'm dreading trying to get them to sleep. Right. There's going to be so much talking and giggling and laughing. It's going to be it's that that's that's going to be a nightmare. And I will probably be really tired and possibly drunk 
and I will have a, I don't know. I just, I'm, I will not be drunk, but, um, which is, which would be part <laughs> just, of the just problem. The kids just the, <laughs> that may be the good way to handle it. Oh man. Mm. Somebody's totally going to sneak booze into there, right? Fifth grade. I feel like fifth grade. Somebody's going to sneak something in there. Beer. Kid, oh, the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Not hard. Well, I think one of the beer. parents might, but I don't know about the kids. Um, now if assuming the kids fall so. asleep before you do, do you like, you have your, will you take a phone? I mean, I'm sure you'll have your phone, but will you take like a Kindle or an iPad or something? Or you just, you go to sleep when they go to sleep. I will probably, I will probably want to go to sleep when they go to sleep. Cause I'm assuming that they're not going to sleep very much. Mm. So it's not going to be this, you know, they're not going to get so you're like hours. the mother of a newborn. You just, he's you, not. You yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, I think that's probably the best plan for that. Otherwise, otherwise I'm just not going to get any sleep for two nights. You do have coffee though. Yes. Co- well, that's what, is- that's what the teachers, that's what the teachers and the teachers are going. Okay. Um, that's what the teachers said that they were, they were like, just like, you know, you're going to want to bring a mug. But did the teachers, <laughs> did the teachers get their own cabin? I don't know. I, cause they need well, the teachers, the teachers are, the teachers that are going are all women. Okay. So oh, now I, I think, oh. I think that they are oh. staying with some of the moms with the girls. I, I, think, so I think there are fewer. Yeah, I know. Menstrual synchronicity. No, that's, <laughs> this sounds like some kind of sex thing. I'm sorry. We're just getting to a place now. Where I just, like, uh, you know, and, and I think you need to be open, John, you no. need to be open about it. Like if that's the way, if you're exploring, that's great. You know, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm in support of it. I'm just saying, will Hank's teacher be there? There are going to be too many. Uh, yes, she will be there. Yeah. There are going to be too many, um, <laughs> too many kids you know i think i think that uh mm. i think if you were doing a sex thing there wouldn't be any kids there. Right. I, yeah that's what i was thinking <laughs> yeah, that's true like, Actually, just like, i didn't, I didn't rent, really think about that that's that's true there's too many kids true. rent the ymca camp <laughs> it's just like, have a, like no, i just figured the kids like would a, be busy during like a the wild day, orgy like a wild orgy <laughs> time to explore why do you want to rent our, our Christian camp? We want to have a really, really crazy orgy. Got a real progressive curriculum. We're like, so uh, good. Well, mm. I'll, you know, I'll pick up, I'll pick up a brochure. Yeah. Uh, we'd love Call any there, findings, you know, you know John, just see what, findings, you know, that'd be great. Uh, see what's going on. Okay. So, uh, we've learned what Lex's live favorites were. I shared my live stage favorite. Mr. Oh, so that it was the it was the uh, the elephant man. Yeah, true. It was. It was great. That was oh. my one and only Broadway show ever. So I have who who, who was the elephant man? Who was ultimately revealed to be the elephant man at the end? Um, Bradley. <laughs> Audrey <Cooper>. too. <laughs> Bradley. Bradley Cooper. What? And he did a great. Oh, is that time. right? Yeah, for real. And um, no, I mean, he, there's no makeup. Like he does no. He just wears this like little funky um, kind of burlap bag shorts. And then he contorts his body at, as he comes out on stage, and then he's the the narrator talks the like doctor, and he talks about the condition. And as he does this, there's some slides that are shown, like vintage looking, you know, 19th century slides projected. And Mr. Cooper starts to like twist his body and his face and like his hands, and he holds it the whole time. And oh, so he speaks and breathes. It's an amazing. I've you know. You can say whatever you want about the hangover or whatever, but Bradley Cooper can do it. I mean, he's he's the real thing. Well, he was amazing a, show. He was a great rocket raccoon. That's all I said. Yeah. Well, I said I, as I mentioned, Book of Mormon, my favorite show live. Probably second would be um, Avenue Q, but 
Wait, that's the one with the puppets, in case you're not familiar. I don't, yeah, I don't. Okay. And oh, it's a, that's a, like a body. Uh, it's like yeah, Street? Sesame Street, only like their their hit song is Everyone's a Little Bit Racist. And there's a, yeah. a, a, a an African American mm. woman plays the part of TV's Gary Coleman uh, in the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so I want to know what Moltz's favorite live show that he's seen in person is. But we're going to do it American Idol style. We're going to tell you mm. who wins that contest for John. <laughs> Good, only give, after give me time to think about it well you can't think about it because you said you love reading ads so you are going to tell our listeners about wealth oh shoot okay i skyped it to you so you should okay. have the link for the script please <laughs> please hold there's no reason that i have to do it because <laughs> there's new, there's new no. uh, because i'm using a new version of skype it's new copy <laughs> Never, uh, yeah um, skype is the worst <laughs> skype is the worst <laughs> who isn't the worst okay, we it's wealth from okay the human torch was denied a bank loan okay uh <laughs> where's the okay sorry all right i gotta i gotta split this up. okay you guys you guys you guys you guys turning this car around is supported by wealthfront the automated investment service that makes it easy to invest your money the right way wealthfront software manages your money using investment strategies that were previously only available to the wealthiest investors, Lex Friedman, for just one quarter of the cost of using a traditional advisor. Wealthfront monitors your account 24-7, automatically rebalancing your portfolio, reinvesting dividends, and working to maximize your after-tax returns, which is the sweet part. That's the stuff that you want. Wealthfront is also overseen by a team of investment experts, the same experts who launched the, launched the index fund revolution and who've written some of the most important books in finance that I haven't read and should have. In case you're still not convinced, you should know that Wealthfront manages over $2 billion, with a B, dollars in client assets. That is many assets and has saved millions of dollars in taxes for its clients. So with Wealthfront watching over your investments every day, what will you do with your extra time? Try fifth grade camp. Visit Wealthfront.com slash TTCA to get your first $10,000 managed for free. That's for free. You pay nothing to have that money managed. Whoa. Wow. Wealthfront Inc. is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are offered through Wealthfront Brokerage Corporation, member FINRA and SIPC. This is not a solicitation to buy or sell securities. Investing in securities involves risk, and there's the possibility of losing money. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. Please visit Wealthfront.com to read their full disclosure. Now, here's the thing that I think would be fun. Let's do the disclaimer again, but we'll do it at the same time. And we'll race. We'll see who gets the. <laughs> oh my okay. god! Oh right. my god! <clears throat> oh, this is good. This is going to end poorly for me. <laughs> All right. Okay, John, you're gonna you got to start us. Uh, three, two, one. Wealthfront Inc. Wealthfront Inc. is an SEC registered investment advisor. Broken services are on my list. You've had more experience. That's true. I've been practicing. Just give me you know. But don't don't hit me up. Don't hit me up after fifth grade camp. Try and do that. Well, that was fun for me anyway. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. No. Okay. But uh, I didn't. I did not have time to think about my uh, <laughs> so. my favorite. Um, the, I think the one uh, the one that was the most meaningful to me was uh, was Camelot. Wow. Uh, because yeah, because I grew up listening to that record. We had the record. My parents oh. had seen. Yeah. had seen it on Broadway in the 60s um, with Richard Burton. And I, we had that record in the house, and I listened to it over and over and over again, and I memorized all the songs. And then in the 80s, he came back to do it again. Uh, and mm. uh, and I, got, I got to go see 
him do it. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, the one I think that floored me the most was Sweeney Todd, though. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that as a teen as like a teenager, and like <laughs> leaving the theater after that, I was just like, "Whoa, <laughs> that was yeah. <laughs> that was shocking." Yeah, yeah, I see that. <laughs> there was a whole bunch of murder going on in that one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like there's that part where there's like bits in the stuff. Yeah, yeah, the song about whatever yeah. like the little the guy goes nuts and yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, but really, but really uh, hairs- hairspray was really good too. So I'm sticking. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Camelot. I'm going to stick with Camelot just because Camelot. that's yeah, not Spamalot. Camel Camelot. No Camelot. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Uh, unless I Lex? No, I'm just quiet. I'm listening. Okay. To I saw. Guys talk I about saw murder. Annie. I saw Annie, and uh, guess who was Annie? Um, Sarah Jessica Parker. Jamie Fox. Sarah Jessica Parker. You're right. Sarah Jessica Parker. Jamie Fox. <laughs> that would have been really good. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Chris Rock. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah and I didn't even Annie, actually. That Chris Rock as Annie would be incredible. All yeah. male African American cast. <laughs> I love you. I love you tomorrow. Oh God! Uh, oh no, no! 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 I can't do that. that was, no, you can. You can. I don't know that you should. That's the thing. <laughs> you should definitely not do that. <laughs> I'm just guessing. <clears throat> so, um, <laughs> this is. Oh my God! I shouldn't even say this. Should I say, say this? Say it. I say. I'll say this, and and you can cut it if it's too if it's too horrible. <laughs> but you know. You know Albert, right? Um, yes. Yeah. Sean knows Albert. Um, I do. He's awesome. Yes. Uh, uh, Soul brother on Twitter. Uh, we we hang out a lot, and uh, and one night after a few drinks, we together we came up with uh, an all black version of um, Anne Frank, and it would, <laughs> and, it would <laughs> and it would and it would be called Chocolate in the Attic. <laughs> oh my God. Terrible. That is terrible. I'm not laughing at all. I'm so not laughing at that. That's horrible. I met that my first date with my wife before she was my wife was uh, I went to see a show that she directed at Brandeis, uh, and she was directing a show called Anne Frank and Me. And there, I heard about the show um, at the weekly services. There were a million different Jewish services at Brandeis every week, but the one I went to, there was a, a gabbai, which was like an amateur rabbi. And the Gabbai thing was Avram. And every time he would talk about the play, which would obviously always you know, get a shout out during this service, he would say, don't forget to see uh, Anne Frankenstein. And he did it on purpose, right? But every time he would act like he was misreading Anne Frankenstein, Frankenstein and I have to tell you that college-age Lex thought that was maybe the funniest joke in the history of mankind. Anne Frankenstein. So I think that would also be a good show. <laughs> Chocolate in the Attic. <laughs> wow albert came up with that and that's you know <laughs> i started i started by saying all black version of Anne frank and then he came up with chocolate <laughs> uh man what i'd love uh, to fly on the wall at those sessions oh my god that that's oh, some good stuff right it's there. really yeah yeah it's yeah. really we kill we kill all the flies at the end though mm-hmm. so that's fine i would do it i'd do it we don't want fine. anyone to know just you just go with it okay so <laughs> then die. uh okay so logically at this point i we have to ask well i don't think we do but i i would like to know are any of you we've talked about music before a little bit with kids but are you encouraging your children to go into dramatic anything like stage you know 
choir or core and like try to do the, acting um, or you know any of that the freedmen's uh the girls are in a musical theater class first only sierra was in it and then there was a day where you could take a friend and she wanted to bring anya which was sweet. and then anya liked nice. anya thought it was going to be like horrible and scary and then she saw that it was a lot of fun so now she does it um so their show is in five more weeks or if there's five more rehearsals until their show something like that uh and they both also take piano lessons and we've discussed our kids piano playing this um and but so they do that liam i think is probably the biggest performer of them all although he's not doing anything formal yet but he every day now after school or in the days he doesn't have school just when he's home in the afternoon he has songs that he has to practice and he's practicing these songs because he wants to be good at singing them or sing shouting them and um uh also playing drums to them using rock band drums and he uh he just has all these pop songs from the radio that he's got to perfect and be able to do really really well so like he can do a rocking uptown funk uh but he'll just get up and he'll get into it he'll dance around the kitchen while he's doing it and he knows every word his own version like when they say um hot damn in that song like i'm too hot hot damn he doesn't understand mm. what they're saying so he says i'm too hot hot this so hot this is Ooh, his version so he doesn't even say damn nice. which is great and uh, that's kind of the situation <laughs> okay so what you're uh, saying is, is you're going to be a pro musical family theater the theater is in your blood it feels that way it feels that way. and also blood. i will say, i don't want to get us off topic but i do want to ask you guys after we're done with this topic if you've taken your kids to to broadway shows because I, we want to, but it's so expensive. Um, so just keep that in the back pocket so we don't forget. Okay. Uh, um, why, why would we not just talk about that now? <clears throat> okay. Because I haven't just, answered your question. Yeah, we have, you oh, haven't, yeah, we okay. have to field answers. That's to right. I, sorry. He's, been in, he's been in two school productions, and then after that, he decided he didn't want to do it again. So, um, And... I don't know if it's like the work that he doesn't like or if it's, <laughs> you see, I, you know, I think it's not, I think cause he, when he did, when he took his first violin lesson at the end, they all did a really like horrible <laughs> presentation. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's fine. You know, they just, they, you know, it was like a week long, it was like a week long thing and they had not learned much and, you know, cause it was a week. And so, you know, the things that they could do were pretty limited. Um, and he did not want to have any part of that. He wanted to just be there and not perform. Mm. Um, so he, I think he's got, he, for some reason, he doesn't like, and he's kind of a private kid for some reason. Mm. He doesn't want, he doesn't want anyone to know his middle name. Um, wow. And he doesn't, like half the time, he doesn't even want to put his last name on stuff. <laughs> so, uh, wow. Yeah. So he's yeah he's kind of he's kind of uh, against that at this point, but but at the same time at the same time you know we play music during dinner and he loves to jump up and dance um, like he'll run out into the kitchen because there's an you know it's an open space and we can see into the kitchen and he'll get out there and bust a move <laughs> quite quite possibly to bust a move which is on the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, I need to mark that point there. Uh, <laughs> and uh, how about the Armstrong last? Uh, they've not seen Broadway on Broadway, but uh, Lita went to the touring uh, Mary Poppins. So nice. it was like the Disney tour of Mary Poppins. And then there was one other thing she did. 
and she went with her mother and I can't remember what that was, but that was after we had separated and I can't remember what they had. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, it may have been, it was a Broadway something. It was one of the Broadway, like Disney's getting ready to go on Broadway with something. So they tour it for a while. It was one of those and I can't remember. God, it's driving me crazy now. Anyway, but we got to go meet um, the Mary Poppins, who actually was called up to Broadway after after like two shows, and wow. she was she was really good. Um, but um, the theater that they we got to go backstage it was super awesome, like secret blogger access, and um, holy crap, the electronics! Uh, I have there were spoonfuls years. of sugar everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Like in, in, in like cat six and, and medicine also. Yeah, no, but like, but the, the, my, my theater experience was like, okay, bring up the slider on the lights, the single slider for all lights. Right. Okay. Fade out now down. And this is like, you know, 16 panels spread across the backstage area with giant cables running to a basement room with like 4 billion racks of, you know, computers controlling everything. It was crazy. Like the, the stage moves, are all computer done and it just that's a whole new world i didn't even consider that computers control that so it's pretty cool but also wow and they yeah. the i guess it was difficult to stage there because of the size of the stage in salt lake city at that wow. theater so anyway i did uh, uh i did props for one show in college and uh it was the fifth of july and there's one scene where they're sitting around eating uh scrambled eggs it's breakfast and they're, they're like making scrambled eggs i was like how am i gonna get scrambled how are they gonna eat scrambled eggs because i couldn't you know i couldn't actually make there was nothing to cook with so i couldn't make scrambled eggs hot plate. and i couldn't just like have them well i couldn't get a hot i mean they wouldn't let us have a hot plate in there and so so finally what i did was i went in i went to the cafeteria and i got a whole bunch of cornbread nice. I, just, I just broke up the cornbread that's good that's, that was that's... yeah that was i'm pretty sure that was the highlight of my college career did you do foley for the show too? It went down. It went down. It went down steeply after that. I'll uh, do foley for the podcast. I'm walking. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> no, I did not. I did not. That was, was that nothing, amazing. None of that. that. That was so lifelike. Uh, Thank you. I was wait, in here, a, here's my horse galloping. Hang on. That was good, right? That's that's better. That's, that's better. With um, uh, I was um, now it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Dracula in high school. Um, I was not Dracula. I played Jonathan, uh, who was the romantic lead, um, oh, and the person like who Dracula's older brother. Yeah, is that uh, Jonathan um, Harker? He was the um, Mina's like Mina gets all lured into Dracula, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you really get Keanu into that role? You were Keanu Reeves, pretty much, and probably yeah. I he pr- did a better job than I did. Let's just be honest. Um, <laughs> and yeah so <laughs> one night the, sure? the show was a disaster it really was like we were not the cast to do that show the dracula guy was awesome but everyone else like and, th- and then the professor was good too but um i i just was not i should never have been cast in that role so we have a prop situation like the prop people were just not sharp and i'm supposed to have the sword that's shaped like a cross and hold it up I'm running around backstage like my my time is coming up. I can hear them getting to my queue and there's no sword. (laughs) Somebody was playing around with the sword, some of the students prior to the show. And um, Van Helsing on stage, on stage. I run on stage. I'm like, I can't find this. What am I supposed to do? Like they're they're killing time on stage in front of the audience. 
I run on stage with like the sheath of the sword. And he's like, here, take my pen and form a cross. And he like pulls out a flare marker. <laughs> period. It's totally period appropriate. And, uh, and I'm like, this is the worst night of my life. This is horrible. Oh, that's so funny. Oh God. Oh, and, you know, and we should have ran a certain direction with that, but there's, we couldn't at that point. We were like, we had to really stay the course. Oh, it was awful. It was so awful. And boy, that prop people got chewed out hard. So I, um, I, I often talk about my camp as having been magic camp. It was really like performance camp. So circus, magic, movies, and uh, improv and a theater. So I was, where I learned about improv was at camp. And so for years and years, every summer, I would just do improv and magic all summer long. And so fast forward, I'm at Brandeis. I'm doing shows. I did only two shows because I was full time in the acapella group. You had to pick. You couldn't do acapella and theater. I I found a way twice, mm, mm-hmm. and so I did Little Shop for the third time in my life. And I, uh, but then I was in Bye Bye Birdie, and I was cast as the lead in Bye Bye Birdie. Wow! And then thank you. And Man, then look before, at this guy. Thank you. But then <laughs> the director had a, a good friend, his best friend who he was so worried about telling you're not the lead. Uh, and this, the, it was a mutual friend. I liked this other guy too. And he's like, he really needs to be the lead. Like he's going to, he's going to be so upset if he's not the lead, I'm going to make him the lead. Even though like the committee that is directing the show said that you like should be the lead. And I was like, <laughs> okay, whatever. I don't give a shit. So now I'm not the lead, but he wanted, so, and I was relegated from lead to chorus just to be clear. Whoa. And yeah. But he's like, I want to give you something special. He came up with this notion that I would, kind of set the tone set the stage for what the show was in the beginning before it started so while people were coming into the theater i was like a a radio dj live on stage doing a a radio show in like 50s-esque character Uh, i was a guy named norman (laughs) rock well that was my character so um so 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 the audience I, i got the audience on my side early in that show because i would just go out and be me and idiotic and it was fun fine but the like the opening night of the show, there's a scene where a bunch of concerned parents run onto the stage, and a, a very awkward woman who is in the cast, um, who was supposed to be one of the moms, is running onto the stage in front of me, and I'm behind her, <laughs> and she trips on the stairs going onto the stage and just face plants right on the stage oh. as well. And so you know, I help her up, and the parents are all supposed to be upset, and so I just start improvising, <laughs> and I say to these people. We're falling all over ourselves here. We can't even walk straight anymore. We're so upset. And the audience is dying. Not that I'm saying anything so creative, but this girl has just fallen and everybody's like heart has stopped for a moment. And so I'm just, I'm embracing it. And it was like the best night of my life. So I just want to say I had the exact opposite experience. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing. I should never do drama. That was the whole learning there. Stick with sort of more... I also played, oh shoot, what was that? It's like an Agatha Christie. We did two Agatha Christie's and Mousetrap. Is that right? I think it was Mousetrap. And I was the detective and I was supposed to be like, you didn't know if I was, if I was in on it, basically. And so it was sort of, I was treading a comic line. Like I had to be, and I, I think I did a good job there. I was da- the reviewer said I was dangerously close to comedy. Which was, you know... <laughs> as it should be that that okay. character that that character should be you you know you're like what's the deal with this guy like what's up i didn't play it fully comical but i played it with i what i felt was a british you know um well i don't even know the word british just british 
like there's sensibility. A, yeah. Well, yeah, but there's like a a sarcasm, even like a gallows humor. Um, okay. British people, I think, have a, a dry, drier sense of that and a deeper sense yeah. of that. You know, like they go there quickly. You know what I mean? Like it's it's inappropriate for I think Americans, but but um, in England that's <laughs> accepted. Yeah. Well, I never. So, I don't think I. I. I only played. Um. I only played butlers throughout the ages. So I never really. <laughs> I never really had a, much of a chance to. That is awesome. <laughs> um. In college, uh, in, in high school, I, the, I, I had one role. I was. I was Haman in Antigone. Ooh. So I actually, actually had a name. Um. Thanks. Passover, thanks. Right? Thank you. Thank oh, no, you. Is that, is that um, Wait. In, in the Purim story, when you hear the name Haman, Purim. you have to boo. So boo. Oh, okay. Purim. That's right. Purim. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. And any uh, Jew listening understands exactly what. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. Great. So thank you to both of those listeners. <laughs> um, we had and the uh, the chorus in that show was they, which was kind of it was really cool. And we actually we went to the state championship. Um, which is weird that there's a state championship for, for drama, but the chorus was three statues. So it was these three. Um, girls women um and they were dressed in white and then all you know all done up in white to look like statues and then when they had lines so they would when they had they were on the stage the whole time and when they had lines they would they would talk you know everybody else would clear the stage and then they would become animated they would start moving but when everybody else was out acting they would just be frozen like statues and and at one point in one of the one of the productions one of them just like just like hops down off the pedestal and runs backstage and she just like ran and threw up like all over the place like, and we're like where did she go you know like watching from like out front like where the hell did she go and uh and then i had to run i had to run backstage and get like behind the other two to feed them her lines so that you know because because you know lex the show must go the show must go on it's true even if somebody bails on you at the last even minute, somebody, you got to do it that's right <laughs> or throws up in the yeah. middle of it yeah <laughs> so it teaches kids valuable uh, fear skills it, it really does it, it's, it's the it's so... the it's the lesson the lesson here and hank has learned that fear skill and he does not want to experience it anymore <laughs> i used to get while we're sharing so open Mm. <laughs> I, at this point, not, not that I go on stage so often, but like I did a live podcast with two stand-up comedians and then me, the non-comedian on the panel, a couple weeks ago, in front of a decent-sized audience. And I was remi- reminding myself, I guess, that I don't seem to get nervous now before I do those things. Like I'm, I'm over the stage fright. But when I was a kid doing the high school plays, because I did them every year, junior high school and senior high school, I would totally get nervous before it started. And that my body's reaction to that kind of stage fright nervousness was like just crippling intense intestinal distress like i need a toilet mm-hmm. i need like all the toilets right now yeah and it was never an option like i did not have the time to deal with what my body was looking to do so like you'd go I, that would be like my fuel for the show was my body's need to evacuate its bowels as urgently as possible <laughs> and then as soon as the show was done you know you get your accolades and then it was like okay toilet time and that was like every day when i did a show it was great wait i thought you should all know that thank uh, you okay i was um, taking notes wasn't wait <laughs> Lawrence Olivier said he vomited every time before he we went on stage like before every performance vomit so you're in good like company Olivier. yeah oh, so that other topic I had referenced 
Um, we took Anya to see Matilda, and by we I mean Lauren, because they had read the book and she loved it. So Lauren took her to see Matilda. Um, Lauren took both girls to see something else, and I can't remember what it was because I'm a great dad. And now we're going to take potentially, I think just the girls, but we considered even taking Liam to see Aladdin. But each time we do it, it's like obscenely expensive. Just getting into Manhattan is costly, but like the tickets are usually a hundred bucks at a bare minimum if you're okay with an obstructed view per person. Yes, it's insane. It's it's ridiculous. Broadway sucks, is my point. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not an option here. (laughs) But there's, you know, it's still lucky. it's expensive and it's and he doesn't want to sit still that long. I mean, he just doesn't. I mean, he's not gonna. Mm-hmm. I mean, the things that he you know he might like something that's like crazy. He loves magic shows, so every time the school has a has a magician come out, we have to go to the magic show. So he would probably see something like that, uh, or um, you know he might he might enjoy like acrobats or something. But uh, I mean, maybe he'd like Cirque du Soleil or something like that. But uh, what's the what, teatro? Oh yeah, Yeah, I mean, he might he might like those, but he's not going to sit still for a play. Mm. Um, He'd be uh, just like sticking sticking forks in us. And (laughs) (laughs) we were we were taken to stuff as kids, but never Broadway. I I never went to Broadway. So you know, when you're in live in Utah, and there's uh, six kids, your parents aren't going to fly you to New York and take you to (laughs) unless you're like you know. Unless your last name's Huntsman, and that then mm-hmm. yeah, you would do that, but not us. So uh, if that's a reference. I don't understand. It. That's right. John Huntsman, that's the apparently former a candidate of the presidency for the United States. He was the GOP oh. nominee, also Mormon, and also a billion kids. And also, <laughs> uh, you guys might want to check the show bot. I guess is what it's called. I don't know whatever the thing is that you type stuff into when you're talking uh, back and <laughs> forth, so that the listeners can't hear. Now, there's some new data that just came I across the wire. I, I saw you. You put in a nice little pie chart there. Yeah, it's just a new data we got. Uh, live data feed from our live data feed. Demographic, <laughs> demographic breakdown. Okay. It's a pie chart, uh, and we can share that maybe later. <laughs> break, break it down for us. It's uh, Well, we just have a listener breakdown as we've been talking. I guess our <laughs> listeners uh, went ahead and um, entered this in This is their, a... This just came in from the home office. Is that? Yeah, it's uh, a home office thing. And then, so, so we have, we have basically the breakdown is, um, there's a couple of Jewish listeners, there's 15 Mormon (laughs) listeners, and then there's uh, 58 other (laughs) listeners right now. So, um, and that's great because we're actually not recording live, but, uh, they filled it out anyway. It's fine. I'm I'm going to also, I message you guys a chart that I just got from Mm. the statistics bureau. (laughs) I just, I message that to you. It's the host religions. Or TTCA. Ah, uh, that's pretty good. I also, did, I also did Jewish, Mormon, and other, and it's it's one third. Wow, that's a wow. We really um, we kind of so we're basically uh, we need to really up our Jewish listener count. I think yeah. we need to appeal. You guys to are pretty Jews. quick. You guys are pretty quick with those charts. Thank you. Can I be a um, color other than red or whatever? No, sorry, yeah. you're green on the on the uh, affiliation. On the you're affiliation listener. one. Well, yeah, you're. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I guess I have to look at that chart. And you're just like Jesus. If I can't be blue, then I guess green's all right. Yeah. <laughs> terrible, 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 terrible. <laughs> I literally googled pie chart maker and clicked on the first result. Uh, numbers, numbers for Mac. <clears throat> yeah, no, I didn't do that. The charting basics uh, template. I picked. So our kids. 
They're great, huh? They so really anyway, are. We love the thing them. about kids yeah. is is they're really awesome. Kids love pie chart. They do. Oh, you and know also, what? I do have a kid love- <laughs> thing to tell you. Okay. Anya built a website, and anyone Whoa. is free to check it out. It's not one hundred percent finished, but it's enough that she's happy to have people take it take a look. Okay. But if you go to thefreedmans.net slash Anya, you'll find uh, you'll find Anya's website. Just throwing that out there. Uh, we've crashed the server. It's, yeah. it's down. So check it out. So many um, listeners have flooded the server. Just so if it takes a while, listeners, just get, be right. patient. It'll load. It's it's all in content navigation. So there's no nav bar, but at the bottom of each page, there's a link to the next page. I think it's like three. This is, is it re- awesome. Is it, re- is it responsive? Uh, it is not responsive. Um, don't view source. Mm. Um, okay. It's not great in terms of how Daddy did it's the coding. Super stuff. cute though. Yeah. Really. Yeah. That's true. I don't know why that one Cody photo is stretched. It used to be square, so something went amiss there. Yeah, you've got an image tag problem. Either that or a CSS issue. It, yeah, it's, it's certainly one, if not both. <laughs> but so she wanted to build it, and so I was like, I, you can build it, but you're going to have to listen to me and look at me while we're doing the HTML. Like, we're going to do it in HTML. You don't have to learn it all, but you have to understand it, and I'm going to start quizzing you. She was like, all good. So by the end, she knew how to make a link. Um, you know, So she knew bracket and then a and then type href and like we didn't get into everything but she was she was getting it it was pretty good and when uh, she was doing her poems i was like anytime you want to do in line she's like i know br yes we use brs for our new lines in the poems. <laughs> break, break. Break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not you're not still in uh you're not still in touch with bell there are you <laughs> i can get you her number good job. Okay. Um, she's on the disney magic uh because <clears throat> camp's coming up <laughs> <laughs> oh my god done done before we get to the chocolate in the attic that we're done jasmine is the next stop and we don't want to go there so that's it no. that was so good john you should have a podcast that's horrible that's horrible it was so, ah. so bad is what you mean no oh, good God. the worst this thing is ever. adorable this website is adorable when you get to her poems that's the part that cracks me up she's like we need a photo for each poem and i'm like well now we're going to talk about rights management and mm-hmm. <laughs> i'd like to teach you about you can't just comments. do that right so okay. we, we have only creative commons pictures all of them uh directly and properly attributed nice wow. we're rocking very nice this is so adorable i can't even like it kills me how adorable this is uh, i i drew well i drew, i created the background image uh mm-hmm. using emoji for the heart mm-hmm. good <laughs> really nice she browsed the google font directory for a long time mm-hmm. i bet so we kinda, it's, we're rocking it yeah no loves it like just this, this whole thing is just spectacular and she looks <laughs> like a perfect amalgam of you and your wife it's awesome <laughs> It's funny because uh, Sierra looks exactly like me, mm. and Liam looks exactly like Lauren, uh, but Anya really does look kind of like the uh, the hybrid. Yeah, I can see that now. <laughs> I can hybrid. see the. I can totally see in the picture with uh, with Bell there. Yeah. Wow. This is so great. That's really like, good. Working. I'm. Oh, this is awesome. All right. Lex, good job as a dad. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know. She begged and begged to work on it, and I kept on putting it off, and then we did it. That's adorable. See, Lita wanted to just like do rainbow background pictures and then type <laughs> hi, and with giant text. That was what she wanted to do. But she wanted to do the code. 
Anya wanted to put even more details about who she was on the page. Like we already have her birthday, her first name, and obviously social security name. number. She's yeah. Like, Can I say what hospital I was born in? I'm like, no, let's just not do that. Let's do one <laughs> tiny sliver of protection. <laughs> Grant totally sleeps like that too. Grant sleeps with his like his head like off the off oh. the doggy bed. So he's like just on the hard, like on the hardwood floor. Like, mm. what is the matter with you? Just you got head this out. giant. You got this giant bed. Is you know he's got a futon. He's basically mm-hmm. got a, like a full size futon that he sleeps <laughs> on, and he you know, he goes all the way to the edge and like hangs his like hangs his neck off the side of the <laughs> thing. That the, That's a good. Well, you need to get a yeah, shot of that. Yeah. I think. I think that needs to be shared with the world. I think yeah. I've got it someplace. I think sure I've got like a dozen of them probably on my Instagram. Well, this has been real, gentlemen. Yes, it has. Super enlightening. Turning this car around is supported by Wealthfront, the automated investment service that makes it easy to invest your money the right way. It automatically rebalances your portfolio and reinvests your dividends all commission-free. Wealthfront manages over $2 billion and has saved millions on taxes for its clients. Visit Wealthfront.com slash TTCA to get your first $10,000 managed for free.